And hello, people of the internet. How's it going today? How you doing? I'm Billy Bones, and this is a walk through the mind. A moment where we can sit down, hang out, chit chat, discuss a handful of ideas that have been bouncing around inside my head. See if we can't take those ideas for ourselves and go out and get the conversation started with friends, family, the people we meet on the street, or maybe we just get those gears turning within our own heads and see where it takes us. So I got an advertisement in the mail the other day. Big surprise. It's kind of what the mail's there for. It's all, it's either bills or advertisements, and it's actually seeming to get less and less about bills and more and more about straight up advertisements. Because this advertisement came in the form of a concealed letter. It might be one of those, you, know, you won $1,000 or you know your mortgage insurance is about to expire. Open now and save $100. You know, it's kind of fun reading the junk mail, seeing what kind of scam they're trying to pass off on us, see what they can swindle me into for giving up my information. But this advertisement was none of the above. This one was for a... TV service, something to get me to sit down and watch more TV than I already do, watch too much TV as it is. It's a good way to unplug, and I'm not shaming anybody for watching TV, it's what you all do, it's all good, I just have too many freaking hobbies, and watching TV kind of kills my brain, brain thought process, there's a lot of fun stuff to glean from it, and I guess I'm watching too much junk, but off topic, reel it back in, this advertisement, Three different pricing plan packages. So many channels to choose from. But in order to get these channels at this advertised price, auto pay and paperless billing are required. Now that's kind of annoying. That's very annoying to me. Not like I'm signing up for TV. My bank, in order to have free checking at this bank that I'm using down here, I'm required to have paperless billing. And it's annoying because they don't even send me the the paperless bill. They send me a link to log into the website to see my paperless bill. And all my paperless bill is a terrible printout. If I were to print it out, it'd look just like what they send out. You know, maybe you could spruce it up or something, make it a little bit fancier because you're not spending money on paper. And the same thing with my cell phone bill. Paying my cell phone bill, looking if I can cut costs or whatnot. and because I've got an old plan, I'm out of contract, I'm just paying the same rate that I've been paying for quite a few years now I've been out of contract. And it shows because I only have 6 gigabytes of usable data and they don't offer that plan anymore. The smallest plan is now 15 gigabytes. I don't even use more than 2 gigabytes of data and that's when I go all out. Normally I am less than a gigabyte worth of data used and Barely even scratching that regularly. But looking at the grand scheme of things, you know, again, can I save money with my cell phone bill? Auto pay and paperless billing required. And I would still more or less be paying the same price I'm paying now. Now I go online, I get my bill in the mail. And I'm usually even better at that. I usually know when my bill is due when I go online. I like paying my bills manually because kind of a habit that I've built up over the past probably 15 years, just like staying on top of it. I like knowing what's going on with my money, where my money's going. And it seems so easy that when you have automatic bill pay, 
it's easy. You don't have to worry about it. It's just going to come out of your account. Up until that day, you don't have enough money, and then you get charged an overdraft fee. And so now, not only is the payment potentially rejected and you get a late payment because the bank didn't pay, or sometimes they, they usually pay, you just now have to pay the overdraft fee, or sometimes two payments come in and hit you at the same time and you weren't ready, you weren't prepared, or you worked one day less or you didn't get that extra hour of overtime like you normally plan on. And so now you have 20 fewer dollars for groceries, compounding everything because that day just happens to be grocery day and can't take a day off when the other money is actually supposed to come through and yada, 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 big old swindle. In the grand scheme of keeping things green and cutting back on emissions, I guess it's a, a good deal for going paperless, don't have to cut down any trees, don't have to... However, they make glue, kill another horse and chop its hooves off, melt it down, make glue. They still do it that way. It's probably more of a chemical process where we harvest rare earth minerals to make it. So that way stamps are self-sticking now. We don't have to lick stamps or envelopes if you want to pay the good money for envelopes. Who mails anything? We're doing all our payments online. That's okay. We don't have to pay the post office. They just got tax dollars. And... Get all their revenue from people, all the people sending out advertisements. Because no one's, no one's got pen pals anymore. No one's sending letters to grandma and grandpa. Everybody's FaceTiming nowadays. So the post office doesn't need money. Those people don't need a job. Amazon's paying them. Say, okay, we're saving the planet. We're paperless. We've got a level of convenience for us. We don't have to remember to go online and make sure we pay that bill. I guess if we're... Always late on paying the bill. I guess auto pay makes even more sense for those of us who are less diligent. I pat myself on the back. How dare I? Again, practice. It's who I am. It's what how I like to budget. You do you. But something that's actually come across my mind recently, one of the people in the neighborhood passed away, and it's sad. They were good people, talking to them when I did. And they kept all of their old-fashioned Kind of like me, they got all their bills sent to them in person. And I know someone posted online the other day that what happens when you pass away or something catastrophic happens, you turn into a vegetable and you're hanging out in the hotel, or not the hotel, hospital. Two very different places. And you have to figure out what bills are coming in, what needs to be taken care of, what isn't taken care of. Again, more specifically on the death side of things. What money's automatically getting pulled out? How do contracts work? Now that I think about that, you sign up for my my TV package, have to sign up for a two-year contract, and I pass away. Sorry, we still got to charge you, or you're going to get charged that early dismissal closure fee. Ah, I'm sure it's better than that. But all these bills coming in were automatically getting deducted. How easy is it for someone to come through and clear and account for all the bills? You know, if I'm passed away, what kind of, Cell phone bill do I need? I'm not making any phone calls. I don't think anybody that will be taking over my situation will need my cell phone to make phone calls. Maybe for some of that two-factor authentication, probably keep the cell phone alive and well for a month or two. Make sure that we can all log in. And logging in, whoa, do we have a paper book of all of the usernames and passwords that we use that we've scattered across the internet to make sure that when we're gone, 
people can log in and cancel our accounts, tie up loose ends? Or is it just a random guessing game, figuring out which credit cards are still active, which credit cards are getting charged for what things, what bank accounts are automatically paying, if we have more than one bank account, and staying on top of all these things? And again, looking into things like email. Those are simple enough, easy enough to figure out and understand for the grand scheme of paperless things. And I'm again, I'm sure there's workaround things. I am not in the middle of this. I haven't had to work my way into understanding this. And there's plenty of people that have and will. This is a topic for us to think about and consider how easy we can make it for people in the future. But also with, I guess, the grand scheme of shenanigans of this individual passing away, they had a will, they had documents and whatnot. You know, the important things that you do want in paper, things that need to be kept around for when you're gone. Make sure, you know, again, probably your list of usernames and passwords so people can log in and make sure that all your bills are paid. They kept these documents in a little safe, probably a little tiny fireproof safe that you get at the local big box hardware store and do a good job until someone steals it. There's been shenanigans that have been going on with this individual's greater family. People are looking for a handout, as dismal as it is. I've heard it too often, too many different people where someone's passed away, so now it's all gimme, gimme, gimme. What can I get out of them? And sometimes the greed takes over and they ran off with the safe. Now all that information is who knows where. No one's going to come forward and fess up that they're a thief. And so lo and behold, paperless technology seems to score a point. Or maybe you invest in securing that safe to the wall, to the floor, install it in the floor, install it behind a picture, like some fancy James Bond movie where the criminals got to come in, figure out which picture they got to move, move to crack open and get their super secret jewels and documents. Or you could be like other individuals and get a gun safe. You don't have to put guns in a safe. Get the kind of gun safe that's fireproof, fire resistant. Make sure your documents stay healthy in the event of a fire. And when you get a giant safe like that, granted you can't hide it as easily. But no one can just up and run off with it. They can if you don't secure it to the floor, to the wall. But it makes it a lot harder. You can't just pick it up with one person. You actually got to get a team and work things around. But how are all of our documents secured, organized? Are they in just a basic file cabinet? This file cabinet I got sitting next to my desk with somewhat important information. Not life and death, but important enough that if it went up in flames, I'd be screwed. It'd be a bad thing. Probably move some of those documents into the safe. Make sure they're at least safe. Otherwise, it's all kind of boring billing stuff. Not even present billing. It's all old bills. And so hopefully, when I when my time comes to kick the bucket, hopefully I'm still getting paper bills sent to me in the mail. So that way someone can come along and be like, why are we still paying this? Cancel this. I'll have to get my usernames and passwords all lined out, written out. Hopefully they'll be up to date again when I vacate this mortal coil. Unless we've got those super awesome IT workers behind the scene that 
every six weeks you have to change your password and it can't be any of the previous passwords you ever used in your entire lifetime. That's a lot of updating paperwork. Which means I'm printing out more pieces of paper even if I create a digital document. Now I've got to make it so you can always log in, always figure it out. I thought we were saving paper with this paperless billing. Oh, it's all complex. It's all kind of crazy and weird in this new world that we're living in. But we're saving the planet. Got it all figured out. And I've been Billy Bones. B-I-L-L-Y-B-O-N, the number three S. You find me on Twitter, at Billy Bones. You find me on Mastodon, the Fediverse, at Billy Bones, at NoAgendaSocial.com. Go there, retweet the tweet, boost the toot, let everybody know that the show's out, or maybe just say hey. Or maybe tell me I've got terrible ideas on how to protect my passwords and save money on my TV advertising. But if you don't have the social meds, it's okay. You're in luck. There's still other ways to find me on the interwebs. At BillyBones.com. That's right. I have a website. B-I-L-L-Y-B-O-N, the number 3S. Dot com. And there you can find links to show notes. No show notes today, but we have past episodes up. And there's a link for Tabletop Woodworks and a link that says value for value. Because if you found value out of this podcast, be it the single episode or the entire catalog, fantastic. Thank you. I'm glad you did. The first thing that I ask that you do is you give this show a share. Maybe someone else finds a talking point, finds a thing to get the gears turning maybe they decide to switch away from paperless billing or maybe they double down on it make sure that everything's logged in but also with this value for value situation again if you need a little bit more value for your value and you want to support this show you go to tabletopwoodworks.com see what uh, wood projects I have available currently for sale through Etsy but Go check out the pictures, see what I've done, see what I've made. Because I'm building art, functional pieces of art. But if you want to support this show, just straight out, directly. You've already shared the show, you've given people a heads up that there's a podcast called A Walk Through the Mind with this crazy guy called Billy Bones. You want to, again, support the show? You want to support me with U.S. dollars? There's that link, gun on billybones.com. Remember that's spelled with the number three instead of the letter E. It'll take you to PayPal, you chip in, you donate, you support the show in a number that you feel is appropriate. Like today's executive producer, Lady Get Over It, with her second monthly $10 donation. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you. But I also accept Bitcoin. More specifically, Lightning. Little teeny tiny bits of Bitcoin called Satoshis. And if you're using a new podcast app, or maybe you just want to donate through the wallet, got a link on there on the website as well. But if you're using a new podcast app, you can stream in or you can boost the show using a boostagram, sending in teeny tiny bits of Satoshis. And our good buddy Pocket Parlay, Mr. Kyle, streamed in listening to the last episode, Feng Shui, at a whole 95 sats a minute for a grand total of 2,470 Satoshis. Leave a. That will be in the links. His Pocket Parlay and Light Tickle podcasts. I shouldn't say it, but I sat down with him this weekend, but he hasn't posted the show. I'll, uh, that link will be on the website as well eventually, and probably be in next week's episode. But thank you 
everybody very much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I love you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you.